All right, Leafs talk. J.D. Bunkus, Sam McKee, Justin Bourne. Uh, before we get started tonight, let's just say follow us on Twitter and Instagram at J.D. Bunkus, at J.T. Bourne, at Sam A. McKee, and subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes, leave five stars, do all that stuff. We've appreciated the listens. Um, we are going to guess that the people won't be absorbing as much of the content tonight based on that baddie (laughs) Um, so let's get this one started justin Bourne, let me just ask you this one did the leafs blow it tonight because it kind of felt like they blew it tonight ah you know but i blow it's a weird one you know like in terms of framing i don't know you know i just i think it's interesting when you watch series like this the two teams feel each other out in the initial going like i think we all agreed it didn't feel the same way as last series, right? It's not play. It doesn't feel like the stakes are as high. Sammy, you mentioned the animosity is not there as a viewer. You don't have the guys you hate on the other team yet. That as soon as they step on the ice, you're like, ah, you're like, you know, you get so familiar with an opponent. So that sort of introductory feeling out stage was, you know, was interesting. And I, I think we got a sense for what the series is going to look like. It's going to be faster. It's going to be more loose. There's more room to skate it's going to be more dangerous when you make turnovers either way. So it's going to be a different type of series. Brian Burke always says you got to win four different series, four different ways. This is not going to be the same type of series that the Tampa Bay one was. We got no Sam audio. So oh no. I know old Sammy's audio is just immediately gone. Here's what I'll say. Um, you're right. It's tough to say blow it because they didn't, uh, have a lead at any point in this game, yeah. but I'm pretty disappointed with that game. Uh, I, I think that this was not one that if I'm Sheldon Keefe, I'm very happy with my team. Like I can go basically down a laundry list of things that really kind of, I'll, I'll say annoyed me as a viewer of this hockey team. And as someone who has a rooting interest in their success, um, just I'll say it, it just a no jam night. Like this one felt like early on in the first period to me, they fell in the trap of playing Florida's game, which is exactly what Florida wanted them to do. They biffed on three power plays and sure, but Bobrovsky was brilliant in one of them and full marks to him for making a bunch of big saves, especially on the last one. But ultimately that's the 23rd ranked penalty kill in the NHL. And they gave you a golden opportunity out of the gate and you were just not able to capitalize on it. And then it just felt like throughout the game, Toronto had a good second period. And then the third with it right there, you're just down a goal. You're on home ice that again, no sandpaper, no jam, no grit, no sustained offensive zone time. And you just sort of let one slip away against a team that I wasn't overly impressed by. Uh, Yeah, I'd agree that they played Florida's game. You know, this is a team to me that this is a learning thing for Toronto where the criticism from me and from many people has been that when it can be easy for the Leafs, they like it to be easy, right? Like they were happy tonight to play the trade chances and skate and break the puck out. You know, they had a bajillion uh, entries tonight against Florida where they're able to actually carry the puck through the neutral zone and get in. But you know, the, the trick here is they need to be the team that has beaten them in previous seasons to Florida. They need to be the lock it down, make it a slog team for the opposition and not accept that it is going to be that kind of game. And I'll tell you what, the people who I'm most critical of on this Toronto Maple Leafs team for wanting to play that type of game, man, Willie Nylander tonight, that was, that was 
it was the perfect example of what the Leafs do when I don't like watching them play. You know, just kind of, it'll come. We're going to get our chances. Don't force it. Rather than on the offensive side of things, you still got to take it to the hoop. You can't just be content being on the outside. And I thought Nylander way content, not moving his feet. And that was just one of the guys, but it was indicative of the, it was the theme of the night for me was that it wasn't desperate hockey. I agree, Born. Um, and and that's what was again gave me the regular season feel that I texted you guys about early on. Like clearly, it wasn't going to have the intense feeling of an elimination game against Tampa with the ghosts right. of you know twenty years on the shoulders. But I didn't feel like it needed to dip to that. And to your point about the zone entries, again, this was a frustrating point to me for tonight's game. Was Toronto was able to gain the zone quite freely, and I think that almost made us recalibrate our feelings about the way they played a bit because that was such a difficulty for them against Tampa Bay. But then what happened again? No real sustained offensive pressure for Toronto. It kind of felt like they were okay gaining the zone and then flipping pucks on net and having that be their offense tonight. Like how many times did they really grind and work through an offensive possession, through a shift where it felt like they were really putting the pressure to Florida? To, to my, From my vantage point anyways, I, I didn't feel that way. Sammy, I think we have you. So I'm back. I'm back, yeah, baby. Back. Hey, hey. Way to go. Um, Way to go. Thank you. Way to, way to step in. How'd you feel? Uh, I just felt remarkably unfazed by anything that happened tonight. I, I don't know. I thought the Leafs were better for a lot of the game. thought it came down to a couple big mistakes and their goalie playing better than the Leafs goalie. That's really what ultimately happened to me. Like that, the play at the end of the second period where they go up 3-2 is just inexcusable from all all people on the ice it's just a total disaster at the end of the period again with those kind of goals that kill you but like i mean if they play like that again in the next game they're probably going to win how many posts they hit how many big saves does Bobrovsky have in i'm like i'm not nearly as chapped about this loss as yeah. you are off the top i would say would be my feeling you they're know it is, it, at home so i mean yeah i know it's, listen i would prefer them to win but like, I'm not like, I'm just not apoplectic about it. Like I thought that they yeah. played well, thought they came out well. They started well, had some great chances on the power play where they couldn't cash Bobrovsky brilliant. I, I didn't think that they were really that bad at all tonight. I, I didn't, you know, I'm not panicking about this series at all. Like I, I think they'll come out and they'll play pretty similar to that in game two and they'll be fine. I, yeah. I think they're I a better team than Florida. No one's talking about panicking for the rest of the series. This is now yeah. becoming a straw man argument. This is just... Like tonight, I, I didn't think that the Leafs played with jam. And I don't think that this was some type of insane goaling by Sergei Bobrovsky. And I do, yeah. for sure. I, I think he that was, goaling, he was unbelievable in the third period. Like they had a million chances, stoned them multiple times in the third period. Like mm. they were the better team throughout the third, I thought. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Just felt like he was the number two. one star. Good second, too. It's, it's really strange. You know, like this is the type of game that. Again, we haven't seen the Leafs play really in the playoffs a ton. They haven't played a team that wants to go about it this way. Um, mm. You know, it's one of those series where because opportunities are going to come, it's not just the pressure on the defensive side of things. It's pressure on the offensive side of things on the stars to put it away. Like, I, you know, Mitch Marner making $11 million, pretty quiet for me tonight in a game where, you know, there's a lot of room out there and, you know, your, your offensive guys are going to get looks. You know, Matthews had a zillion shots, but Nylander, no good. Tavares, not very involved. Ryan O'Reilly had a couple of moments. But, you know, I think part of the reason I'm so hard on Nylander, sis, can we run the Nylander stuff? Is because, you know, when he had chances to even make plays, 
he couldn't make plays. And if you're not going to play defense, then go get it for us at the other end. You know, mm-hmm. so there's just there's some moments throughout this game where not super impressed with old Bill Nye. Where have we got 88 on this one? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think this is one of the uh, the Nylander moments, is it? Yeah. Oh, there yeah. You, you know, so, you know, like skate the puck wide. Like he's got so much gap speed. He's just said, you know, comfortable to stay on the wrong side after he dumps the puck in, not able to get in, get after it. Just really, you know, unimpressed with his lack of pace in this game. There's a couple times he did take it wide where he didn't want to drive the puck in. It's another one he gets here. Yeah, he this one, JD, you wanted this one too, where he cuts back. Or no, this that one's yeah. he creates nothing off the rush, right? Yeah, this is what I mean though about the game. Like when we're talking about the opportunities and the saves Bobrovsky made, it's like there's a couple around the net for me, but way too much settling off the rush for Toronto tonight. Hold on, Judy. And- sorry to interrupt. Watch him here at the blue line. Yeah. Put a body on Verhage. Now yeah. there's pressure on the forecheck. You just let him skate by you. Like, to me, it was just really a lackluster effort from him. I was frustrated watching him all night. And That's what I mean. I I got to tell you, Borny, I, I don't feel like Marner had an impact on this game whatsoever, but he totally skates underneath what happened in William Nylander tonight, where this was Nylander's worst game of the postseason. Like, he was a complete – he was a factor for the other team to me tonight. Like, just yeah. no energy, no real presence, some, like, mind-baffling mistakes – like, How about this one? We're taking to the, the net off this. Him. Yeah, this no, not going to the net there. Do you see? We didn't pass? even turn his head. Like what? What exactly was the plan there? I just felt yeah. like he was checked out mentally tonight, and so that was it for me too. I thought Matthews was kind of buzzing, although it seemed like he was off his skates a lot tonight. I don't know what to make of that, but just. Yeah. But Marner, no impact. Nylander, just bad, and then Tavares, similar thing where. I just, in a series where the Florida Panthers are going to be fast, if you're going to play their style, I think that is going to expose some of your guys, Tavares and O'Reilly specifically. And so, yeah, I just, I, I was not happy with this loss tonight. That being said, I think, Sam, to your point, the, the bigger takeaway for me is I, I wasn't exactly overly impressed with Florida. Like, that's sort of the no. spin zone to me is that Toronto played a pretty bad game, in my opinion, and they were still better. They still outchanced them. They still had the better second and third periods. Yeah. And I don't expect, yeah, Bobrovsky to make some of those saves with regularity. So I, I think that's what I, maybe I'm feeding off of with you, where it's like the no panic thing, because yeah. it just fe- felt like that, the Florida Panthers, that model feel, felt pretty unsustainable to me. Yeah, and I think that the biggest problem, if I'm going to say the thing that scares me the most, is that Matthew Kachuk is the best player in the series. And he went out there tonight and he acted like he was the best player. Like he was in the offensive zone for the Leafs the entire game, causing havoc. How many points did he end up with tonight? I don't even know. Yeah, he just, it felt like he had contributions on every touch of the puck for them. And I thought that Keith had out the wrong guys against him a lot. It felt Mm -hmm. like, felt like he, the fourth line was out there against him a lot. It felt like Yarncroc was out there against him a lot. Like I just, like it's kind of going back to the Sorelli thing, kind of going back to matching hard matching sort of your like quote unquote defensive forwards. Don't do that. Like no. play Matthews against Kachuk. Like you have to like your best defensive forward is your best offensive forward too. It's the same guy. Just trust that he can handle that matchup because if you're trying to do like Ryan O'Reilly, God love him. He's going to get caved in by uh, Kachuk. If you keep playing, like Kachuk is at another level. Kachuk is borderline the MVP of the playoffs so far here. Like he's really, really, really terrifyingly good. 
So that's the one thing to me that he's playing at the type of level where he can will you to victories. He can yeah. will you past the other team. That's by far the scariest part of it for me tonight and how good Bobrovsky looked. Those two things Great give me the too, biggest concern. They pasted him a bunch. You know, like I'm sure they, they're like, if you get a chance to hammer him, do it. Like, I don't think I've seen that run like Shen or McCabe got a piece of him tonight. He didn't get up. He didn't say like, or sorry, he didn't like say anything to them or he just got up and kept playing. Yeah. Dude, I got to say about Kachuk in that regard, he got plastered by Shen and he got hit pretty hard by McCabe. Right. mm -hmm. And both instances, he's just, yeah, like you mentioned, he just sort of gets up and he's in the play. And I went there. This is obviously kind of a Dumbo take. This doesn't make any sense, but there's just some of those guys where it's it's like a goaltender where you want to feel the puck. Like Kachuk probably just wants to be in a physical series and just like feel a body or oh, two. He loves it. And and like I, I don't think oh. if the Leafs are going to try to you know track him like that, you got to hit him. Obviously, you want to be physical with the player. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Is like I don't want to advocate not for it, but it's almost like he felt. Yeah, this is exactly what I want to be doing tonight. Welcome. I I welcome this. I love this. I live for this. Yeah, yeah, I think you keep pasting him. Take yeah, you, sure. roll the dice, you know, but I know what you mean. I like it does. He he loves the engagement. He loves the extra attention. That sort of stuff. Yeah, he feeds on it for sure. But I, I you know, he came out here motivated. I think they said after oh. the first period he had six hit, hits. He that was the most he had in any game uh, against Boston. So yeah, that's a big hit right the, there. Yeah, the Shen one was massive. Oh play. my god. He's lucky. But he's just was... got a smile on his face. He's got that thing hanging out of his mouth. His mouth guard. He just doesn't care. That's yeah. the thing. Like he's just the what I watching him against Boston and watching him through the first game of this series, he is the definition of relentless. It doesn't yeah. stop. His yeah. motor is just he is going north all at all times. When he wasn't sat down on his ass multiple times tonight, he was around the net. He had the puck on his stick. He was just dominant. And that Bennett is a great complimentary player to him playing great center for him. It's just like nasty, good skill goes to the front of the net too. Like this line is a real issue for the Leafs. Like they, yeah. this is something that they're going to have to spend some time in practice and film figuring out what they're going to do against them. Because I don't know what the matchup is for them. Cause they're, they're going to be a big issue. Well, it's like the Hagel Sorelli Stamkos line, right? You've got this one unit and you got to figure out how to handle, yeah. uh, you know, I thought one thing that Keith did really well in this game the second period, he was like, he recognized who he had and he changed the lines pretty quickly. You know, they went to some really significantly different lines, whether, you know, Nyes goes up and it's Matthews and Marner. You know, they end up tying the game after, you know, you saw some shifts where Matthews played with Tavares and Nylander. Like he he did eventually juggle things up. But I need to see more bunting, less yarn crock. I don't think, I, you know, I, I think Justin Hall should probably draw back in the series for Lilligren. I didn't particularly care for him tonight, but... You know, he wasn't bad either. That pairing, you know, the reality is, I think Geo's the problem on the pairing, but they don't have the handedness to fix that. You don't want Gustafson coming in, so I don't know what you do about that. Geo got walked by Reinhardt in this game. Like, yeah, you saw got, him pasted by uh, Kachuk, and yeah, it was not another he, great one. It wasn't a pretty night for him. It's funny, I actually kind of liked Lilligren a little bit tonight. It just, there was a really yep. bad play he made in the defensive zone, but I just, I like having him up top when the Leafs have space and they're trying to set something up. Like I, I just feel at least his shot is a bit of a presence. He can do, although he has wrapped out the other team two games in a row for rushes the other way, but yes, more he, than Hall, he, he can do something with it. He sure has Justin. <laughs> that's what it's like. That's <laughs> the give and take with that player. But it's funny because I don't know how I feel about the Keith second line thing. 
Like, I, like maybe Sammy, you can be the the splitter here because the Leafs clearly had their best period in the second. And if it's not for the, I think the misplay of the game, which is the Jake McCabe read, right? If he mm-hmm. doesn't do that, it's a completely different timeline. Who knows what ends up happening here? But to me, it was kind of like, all right, you guys had one period that wasn't phenomenal. And you autom- you immediately went to your crutch, which is putting Matthews and Marner together. And yeah. to me, if you're going to have sustained success, those two guys need to be apart. Matthews and Marner end up both playing like 25 minutes tonight. And I didn't feel the Marner part of this. And then it did feel as though Tavares and Nylander kind of went away and the Leafs were a one-line yeah. team. And And what have we been critical of Toronto in the past is, hey, sometimes in the playoffs, it feels like they're a one-line team. And I at least the bunting O'Reilly line gave them something tonight because bunting had just a ton of jump. But I thought also it was pretty inexcusable that Matthew Nyes, who great, he scored a beautiful goal tonight. He deserves credit for that. He shouldn't be playing more minutes than Michael Bunting. I'm sorry. Like it, it just, it shouldn't be that way when a guy's going. Think? No, man. A bunting was really I, I good. Thought, I, I thought Matthew Nyes has looked better than bunting maybe ever has. Like cause yeah. the, the enti- entire time he's played. Like I thought he was really good tonight. Like I think he kind of gets, was he tipped that one into his own net? It wasn't a great play. And then mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought he was really close to one of their most dynamic guys the entire night. Bunting scored too. I, uh, I, I, I don't think it's a speed run. So go ahead, Sammy. Sorry. No, I just don't think it's as like cut and dry as you're making it that, you know, Bunting should play more than Nyes. I think Nyes is actually better defensively than Bunting is. He gives a better effort in the defensive zone, in my opinion. Like I think it's a pretty close battle between those two. Like I, I, I'm not offended that Nyes is playing more than Bunting at all. Well, with Nyes playing with that top line, I'm just saying to me, I'd actually wouldn't mind it if they would have given Bunting more looks up the lineup. Agree. Especially after he scored. And like, yeah. And Yarncroc being, I think, just less than a minute less than Bunting. Similar kind of thing. where That offends me. Yeah. That offends me. Like I, I, I've hated Yarncroc from the start of this series. Like from the start of the playoff. Games into like maybe next out for me. Yeah, I, I, I have not. He hasn't given him anything. He hasn't given him anything. No. Yeah, and Nyes, the Nyes Bunting conversation to me is like they're your two best left wingers, and they they should get your top six minutes. That's kind Mm -hmm. of that, and you have yourself O'Reilly, you know, uh, Achari and Yarncroc or something, you know, Kerfoot, whatever you like there, but yeah. Yeah, it just, again, it all of a sudden, to me tonight, it did feel a little bit that way with Yarncroc and Kerfoot and Zach Aston-Reese, where I, I was feeling the little bit of that lack of winger depth, and you and you really do yeah. feel that when Nylander disappears like he did tonight, oh, right? Yeah. And, and again, it just, all of a sudden, the Leafs felt like a one-line team, and Ryan O'Reilly's doing his damnedest, right? He's just battling out there, and yeah. he's just after he puck battles, winning draws. Zach, Zach Aston-Reese only played six minutes tonight. I was going to say, I want to say seven. Yeah, yeah, he played six minutes and Camp played 10. Achari played 11. But mm-hmm. yeah, outside of that, it was pretty spread out pretty evenly amongst the forwards in terms of, yeah. you know, the, the middle class of guys. So I uh, – go ahead. I, I do just want to make the note that, like I said, that Matthews, you know, had lots of shots and lots of temp- attempts and whatever. You know, I started the show by saying that when this team can have it slightly easier – they don't have that desperation that makes them so good. I've clipped yeah. three or four four checks that I'll probably write about tomorrow where Matthews is not moving his feet and just letting the D go back and get the puck and kind of come back the other way with it. It's mm-hmm. a general desperation thing. You don't want to say they're not trying, but they have a gear beyond what they gave tonight as a group to me. 
Yeah, Borny, that's why I'm so frustrated. That's why like I'm I'm not in the place where Sam is where it was like, hey, they were the better team because it's like, yeah, you're supposed to be the better, the better team. But yes. They but they were, but you're supposed yeah. to be. You're the Leafs that's supposed in your prime. You out, you beat this team in the regular season three times. They took one from you in overtime. Right? Mm-hmm. Like this is a group that in the Florida Panthers that got hot at the right time, but it's a very like, different situation right now than that, obviously. Sure. Like, you can't yeah. like you can't compare a regular season to this. Like this is I, a different, completely different thing. I can compare these two rosters and I can compare these two blue lines and just these two teams in general. I think Toronto should have the top end skill that can take over a game and beat Florida's top end skill. I do think that there was a lack of urgency with these guys tonight. And and I'll just say it because I think a lot of people were thinking it there. There were two competing theories with the get out of the first round thing. And one was that the monkey's off their back and now they can kind of play freely and be themselves and blah, blah, blah. The other theory was that they feel like they accomplished something greater than they had actually accomplished. And there was a little lack of desperation moving forward. And I I don't know. I do wonder if some of that set in tonight because I I did not see a desperate hockey team. I didn't see an overly hungry team. I just saw some guys that sort of played like, again, a regular season style game that felt like we could have been watching that in January. Yeah. And to me, if it, it's not, it wouldn't be, you know, feel like you accomplish so much, uh, something, uh, so much as something as much as it would be just, you have the opportunity to relax because it's mm-hmm. not a huge deal. If you lose one, you know, it's a big deal, but like it, they don't have, didn't have that desperation tonight. So, you know, not, not a great one, not the way you wanted to start things off, obviously, even though they did play great, but Bar- or, sorry, did play better than them. I thought and Bobrovsky was good and all those things, even the power play JD, which you didn't like, I thought they created a ton of opportunities. Yeah. No, they that's, did the third one. That's, especially. that's the best they've looked on the power play without scoring for sure. Like yeah. when their power, like when their power play is bad and they don't score sometimes it kills them. But tonight they were dynamic. Like they had the puck in the offensive zone for the full two minutes. They were getting shots. They were getting chances. They were snapping it around pretty good. I thought it just, yeah. you know, I Bobrovsky doesn't who, always go through. I, you know, I, I can't believe I was longing for Andre Vasilevsky, but like <laughs> they score, if it's Andre Vasilevsky in net tonight, they score five. Like truly. <laughs> yeah. You might be right. I, no, like, like how many saves did he make? Like that blocker save he made on Matthews, no chance that yeah. Vasilevsky makes that save. Like, Power play complaint here. Sorry. Marner on the, on that side is of no use to their hockey club. They, they'll let him have it out there all day. He's not, he's not a threat. That's like, you know, the old Ben Simmons out beyond behind the arc thing. They're not, he doesn't draw anyone to him. I, I need those guys flipped. Well, didn't this power play to end with Marner kind of getting a little desperate and flipping one on net? Am I wrong about this? I think uh, that this ends with like, that's, yeah, that, man. no, dude, Matthews had two grade a opportunities on this one, but yeah, I didn't think the first two power plays were overly spectacular. I, I thought that this one was brilliant, obviously. Yeah. See, I think he, no, maybe see, not. That's it. Oh, uh, you know, he can, he can go down with it from the flank, but that's nasty that they get it yeah. into Matthews there. Yeah, it really was. Um, yeah, this 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 felt like the tipping point in the game where they didn't get it, and I was like, "Oh no, this isn't gonna see." Yeah, it does end with Marner it's front, yeah, like kind of stepping in there and going. Up. I tried. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> "Yeah, all right, we're done here." Um, okay, can we talk about Jake McCabe because mm-hmm. I do think that he was a pretty major storyline tonight. Yeah, he is. He is a lot of things, right, guys? Like he's he hits well and works hard and does a lot. And sometimes he just has, 
big brain farts. And after the big hits a couple times now, he's forgot to keep playing hockey. Yeah, it happened. It happened exactly in um, against Tampa when he lit up EC Mountain game one. When they after they had made it three two, the whole building's rocking. And then he's like out of the play, kind of wrestling with Nick Paul. They go down. David Camp takes that little slashing penalty, and they score on that power play. And then yeah. tonight he rocks Duclair with a great hit. And then he's just capital H horned up. He's like, yeah. I am in your legs at that point. Like, yeah. he's, like, I'm he's, like, he's like, it's time now, baby. It's Jake time. And he just yeah. flies up the ice completely. Like there, there's two minutes left in the period. Maybe just stop at the blue line, Jake. Like you don't need to dive yeah. down to the hash marks to get a net front presence. Brody makes an awful read on that play. Like he's yeah. just, well, he does just, get a piece of it. It just banks off a guy's skate and doesn't go but where like he just took to a, go. he took a weird route to it. He looked like, God, he looked like Manny Ramirez in the outfield on that ball. It was a really weird route. He took, it was just not a pretty sequence at all, but the game had multiple Boom. other, mo- like there was multiple other moments in this game. It wasn't just that. Like yeah, I thought yeah. that he was, uh, you know, borderline, like, where's he going? Yeah. yeah. That's a trademark dive in. That's brutal. Yeah, Jake McCabe had three goals this season. Like, what are you doing? You team just tied the hockey game and you're looking at like, think about even just going into the end of the period where you've had a bunch of games already in the postseason where you guys have given up backbreakers at the end of the periods. Mm -hmm. You and TJ Brody are supposed to be the shutdown pairing for this Toronto, this, this Toronto team. So what exactly is going through his mind other than, like Sammy said, I'm so horned up from this hit that I'm yeah. just in a different ah! area. Like, what is he like doing up there? He's like, down below the hash marks. Dude, he's the he's the meme action Bronson. The it's unnecessary. It's <laughs> just the tears <laughs> running down his face. That's how I felt on that play. Just That's a really bozo stuff from him. And then yeah, he takes a penalty, eventually ices the game. Florida takes possession. The Leafs kind of quit on it because it felt like Samsonov got a piece of it, but they weren't deemed to be in control. It goes back. Samsonov makes a horrible read on the puck. The game's over, but yeah, yeah only bad one for Sammy there, right? I have no idea what he's yeah. doing there. Oh, and, I he was a little shaky, and there were two for me. Yeah, I didn't like the, that one either that we showed. Like it just didn't look like he was set. And I'm going, okay, what are you waiting for? It's the Stanley Cup playoffs. Why aren't you ready? The breakaway. Yeah. Oh, it's a breakaway. He shot it off the bar and in from the hash marks. He's an NHLer. He scored forty-two goals. I just didn't like that he didn't look set, man. That's he, it. He was set. It's a guy. It's an NHL sniper from the hash marks. Puts it off the post and in. I didn't. It's a like, breakaway. I didn't like that he didn't look set. Wow. And he just ends up as, the, as the card holding goalie community member yeah. in this group, you killing him for a breakaway is pretty just, remarkable. To me, I did. I did get someone else out. texting me about not liking the breakaway goal against. So wow, I had no problem. I, I'm only. I, I can tell you my opinion. I didn't love his positioning on it and the fact that he basically just ended up flopping on the play didn't look set like so didn't look like about, he had a underneath him how about for haggy borny now his sixth winner through 11 playoff games yeah that's right too that's insanity yeah. like scores yeah. big goals unfazed by the situation definitely one of those guys that scares me in this series as a secondary guy who can put chances away like this is this is this series where they can lull you into lapses and do you remember the Montreal Canadiens the year they went to the finals recently? They had some crazy stats. Oh, I remember. Oh, I know. They scored like 10 or some goals within five seconds of a turnover. Like they, mm-hmm. it was a crazy number. Like they capitalized on chances. They kind of, they weren't great, but they capitalized on chances. 
the Florida Panthers in the first round ha- uh, scored eight goals off turnovers. Like within five seconds of a turnover, they got an opportunity and they scored. And tonight that would have been their ninth, I think. Uh, Jackie Redmond tweeted it, but I saw it in Sport Logic stuff too. Um, and that is a reality with this team is that you can be fine, 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 going along, turn over this score. And so you can't get lulled into this false sense of security where you're thinking offense, 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 and you forget what they can do going the other way if you if you turn it over. They remind me yeah. of great boxers that do the rope-a-dope or that are great counterpunchers, right? Where you just feel like the other guy's throwing volume, but that's actually the strategy of the boxer where he's just yeah. waiting for you to open up, waiting to time you so that he can land a massive one on your chin. And that's just been the Panthers throughout these playoffs now. And that feels yeah. like Verhage. It's a tough one. I, I didn't remember that Verhage was even drafted by the Leafs until yeah. this past week where it was reminded. That and weird went, trade. When they traded yeah. like seven contracts for Grabner. Like yeah. it was just like, it was a weird one. No, it just, it just sucks because Florida just lost Marchment and you went, okay, at least the Marchment Malgan thing is gone for now. Like he's in the West. It's over. You know, you're not <laughs> no, reminded that- of it all. He yeah. he didn't like he got traded and like got released no, and no. then got like Verhage's but, not you, it's a bit of a backbreaker but even like the most the most cynical Leaf fan can't be like oh that was Lou too I think no I don't think it was like some bad trade I'm just saying that of course Florida has yet another guy who was who's yeah. really good a 40 goal scorer that was at one point in Toronto system that just wriggled out and got away I'm just saying that he yeah. replaces Marchment immediately. As oh, did you know that guy was with the Leafs? You know yes, they didn't get a year break from that storyline. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, rapid fire or anything else big from the game? Because yeah, I thought that we were going to maybe have a Samsonov conversation because yeah, they to me it's just I, I liked what Sam said about Vasilevsky and being in the other net tonight. This just this felt like one of the only times so far this playoffs where the other team got better goaltending and it was, I, I thought Samsonov made great saves tonight. I, I, yeah. I thought he made enough good saves, but you're right in this time of year, you remember the ones that went in, but I thought he made a lot of big stops, man. Yeah. In the first period when Toronto started to get, cause Toronto got those two first power plays. They got a shot in the first period. I want to say 13, 11. I thought it was 11 something. Maybe you're right. I, I wrote it down. I think it was 13 to nine. Mm, um, that's a big save. Yeah, it was. It was thirteen to nine. But Toronto got a bunch of their opportunities earlier on in the period, and then Florida sort of ended up taking over a bit. And I thought Toronto went to sleep. And yeah, there was a couple of saves in this one that he made. Yo, those two ones cross face. It felt like, boy, that could have really just slaughtered the mood. I will say this: yeah. I know that people all, like do this. It's such an easy trope to do, and and I kind of hate doing it. But you're right. Bad crowd tonight, man. They just went for to sure. Sleep. They were awful. Like everybody was in their seats. It was dead quiet in there. And I know that this is a lame one too, but game ops, crappy. The songs that they play, some of these situations, like play a banger and get the people on their feet. Cheer for God's sakes. It was a graveyard in there when the yeah. Leafs are down two goals. And then the crowd got hot again when it was the tied 2-2. And then from that point forward, just graveyard, nothing, just no spark. I- I, I hate fan shaming, but if you're in the lower bowl in there, you can handle it because you're rich. So, yeah, yeah they were bad. Yeah. Uh, the only time they got involved, Matthews made a great pass to Nyes. Nyes scores his first NHL goal. You know, that's a cool moment to answer back after getting scored on. Kachuk's in his ear off the draw. They had a moment there, as did the Leafs, but that was about it. How, how about Matthew Nyes going double backwards between the legs tonight? Tried it when, the, the yeah, first it's like, time, maybe unnecessary. 
yeah, maybe you just turn it to the backhand, pal. Like you're in the slot. Like that was a like, and then he yeah. did it again and scored. That's a nasty first goal to have in the NHL. Hey, I mean, it, you get your first goal from Austin Matthews in the playoffs on a between the legs, or that's <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's yeah. Like I shouldn't I don't use the language. That's good. He was the ultimate, like, got robbed of a huge narrative tonight, nice. Because I, Sammy, I'm with you. I thought that he played well tonight. He was one of the better least forwards. Like, yeah, he, he he's taken some big hits too in the playoffs. Hey, eh? like guys, got rocked tonight. Was that not a late hit or interference or something? I didn't. Love I it. didn't think it in the time. I I yeah. need to see it again. But I, that wasn't the thought I had in the moment. I my, the thought I had in the moment was why is it that this big kid is getting hit so hard a lot? Uh, is it like, what is it about his game stylistically that's having him do it? But yeah, the mistake, I, uh, the mistake he makes in the D zone before he scores that goal, that's two games in a row where Nice has had one of those. Just, I, I just thought it was worth noting and throwing out there. Sure. That being said, um, I'm a big believer with young people is it's not about how you make a mistake. It's about how you respond to the mistake and he responds beautifully. So yeah. And I, and I loved that he was on the bench after scoring his first ever pl- goal in the playoffs in a massive moment for the Leafs. And he was still shaking his head about the defensive play. I'm like, ah, I do like I, that. I but- think he, yeah, I love him as a guy when you're down a goal or down two goals. He has this massive range of ability to me. He can do things that like few players can, and he can do like some stuff that makes you uncomfortable. Like he's a real wild card. I would like to oh, see yeah. him get a bit more comfortable holding onto the puck. Like I know he's super young and hasn't played in the league long, but okay, we're in a game eight. Like you can skate it through the neutral zone, hang on for a sec, take a look. Like he still feels a little like, and as he would, I get it. But like he, he is better than he's giving himself credit for. I think so far. Um. So yeah, I think that now we can go into rapid fire. Uh, okay. Does anyone want to begin with the rapid firing of the takes? Sammy, you got anything that we missed? Again, I guess I maybe mean, this could have been a bigger topic, but broomstick Brody fully here again tonight. Oh, I liked seventy eight. I liked him tonight. I uh, just the puck's just not doing the right thing on his stick. Like it's just, he's good defensively. He's good in position, but like, maybe it's just that I've fully lost trust in his ability yeah. to, to play the puck. And I'm watching it way closer. Like, I don't think he was bad by any stretch, but like, it's very concerning with the puck on his stick right now. It's bouncing off in weird spots. He's not crisp with his passes. Like, I wonder if he's got something going on with his wrist or something going on with like his elbow or something like it just feels that it's not solid on his stick at the moment. It's concerning when it's got it. And he has it a lot. So I'm just yeah. really noticing it. Um, for me, more just just more net drive. You know, like if you fall on Bobrovsky or nothing happens or whatever, they lost to Columbus the one year circling the net, staying to the outside. I just saw too content to have it on the outside. Not enough making Florida make a play by trying to get inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you again. I, I really do think that the reason why I don't think it was a goalieing tonight is that the Leafs didn't do enough from the dirty areas um, and they didn't have, again, sustained offensive zone pressure, which I would have liked to see a little bit more of. Uh, my rapid fires are twofold. Uh, one is we now know the bar for Matthew Nye, or sorry, to for Michael Bunting to draw a penalty and it is get high stick in front of the net right in front of the official with no uh, blocked visibility. And Michael Bunting will then get the penalty. I went, that's a big moment for him. The He's off the schneid for being able to draw one, but we know the bar now. 
he's got to wear it in the face. His own blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I loved his goal tonight. That's same. just the that's a Sammy McKee beer league special. Cut that to the backhand, baby. It's a big time skill play to catch that like that. <laughs> so it was behind. He couldn't really see where the puck was coming from either. Like it was a weird pass by Yarncroc, and for him to get that on the and not panic. He's not really a backhand player. Don't see him going to his backhand a lot. So he cut it in. Had a whole net to work with. I love that goal. It's a high skill goal, and I really, really, really thought the Leafs were going to win when he scored that goal. Like it I just felt it just felt like it was going to happen. It's a Sammy McKee play and it's a high skill goal. I like that as back to back comments. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that's what can I say, bud? Hundred uh, career talks in ASHL. It's not it's nothing to sneeze at. I, I gotta <laughs> tell you that the bunting thing, you guys are probably right that using Nyes as the bar for him maybe wasn't too fair considering on the other yeah. guys. It's just that I just think Michael Bunting has to be playing more than 14 minutes in that hockey game the way that he was going. And to me, it was one of the major failings is he, this guy clearly has legs. He scored a big goal, and I'm not feeling him enough. And he's playing on the line that's getting a lot of the D-zone draws. And that's actually one of my other rapid fires is big night for the Ryan O'Reilly is injured watch because he yeah. won seven faceoffs and was dominant in the circle. and. We talked about it at that final game against Tampa when he wasn't winning any. Oh boy, oh boy, what happens if you lost one of your critical faceoff guys? Big sigh of relief for the Toronto Maple Leafs that he yeah. was snapping them back to his own players tonight. Yep. Yeah, for sure. He was, I, I, he was clean good, tonight. Good in battles. Yeah, good in puck battles. The other thing is uh, Kevin BX has spent a lot of time tonight talking about the pre-pinching of Florida's D down the walls. Like they come down over top of the wingers before they ever get the puck. Um you know, solving that is going to be fun for Toronto. I think using the middle, having that low support, but finding a way out of that can lead to some rushes against, uh, you know, capitalizing on those is going to matter. Um, yeah. I think Brandon Montour's shooting percentage now in the playoffs is something like 30%. Um, yeah. Maybe if that could just stop happening, it would be good. <laughs> so, so I and think, I post. Like, yeah, just maybe miss the net one time. Like that's a can pretty I make good. A, can I make a terrifying parallel? He's make he's giving me Alcides Escobar on the Kansas City Royals vibes. That's I hate that you said that. That pisses me off that you said that. That's in my head. That's a great comparison. I hate you. That ruined my yeah. night because that thought crossed my mind. Because like these the guys feeling, are like, these guys are the Royals. So born, I I'm not. Do you remember the Alcides Escobar thing? No. Okay, so Kansas City had a leadoff guy that was basically like a Mendoza line hitter. He's a yeah. bum, and, and they knew. They had this weird thing where they went, this guy's going to swing on the first pitch every single time. And they felt as though it was an omen if he could get a knock that they were going to win the ball game. And he was swinging at every first pitch. And for whatever reason, he just turned into Ichiro for that one run <laughs> and kept getting pokes on first pitch, first at bats. And it would totally galvanize their team. And it was this thing that was clearly unsustainable and he didn't have much of a career after that. Like who knows what happened to old Alcides, but for that one run, he was the unsustainable, unsustainable man sustained. And they got I it think done. He hit, I honestly think he hit like 800 against the Jays. Like he oh. was just unstoppable. <laughs> like he was so good in that series in 2015. So that's said, please don't I, be the Royals. I know I, but that said, I, I did have that feeling. And again, I, I, I didn't like the least tonight. I think that I am about as critical as it would get. I just like, mm -hmm. 
I thought they were a little frantic off the start. I thought the first period they fell into Florida's trap. They played a good second, but then one that I didn't find there was a lot of like, you know, will in their push from the rest of the game forward. Um, I thought that they made some really boneheaded mistakes and yeah, that they kind of went back to some old coaching crutches, but ultimately all of that stuff in mind, Toronto was still better and they got the defenseman who's shooting at the unsustainable clip, burying another one. I just, I, I do feel like if Florida loses that, if they lose that Montour scoring every single game thing that they have going, they're in for a tough series. Like I just, no. it, you're, like the path for them is amazing. Bobrovsky goaltending, Kachuk scoring three points a game and Montour maintaining a 30% yeah. shooting clip. It's, it's, a, it's a big uphill climb for them. Now, this doesn't mean they'll win, but the Leafs are a better team. I don't know if I said that last year, but they're a better team than Florida. So that adds an element of pressure for sure. Uh, Big game in two days. You know, like it's it's massive for this series because I do believe they're the better team. Yeah. And then and then there's and then there's six weeks off before the next game after that. Sick. Yeah, you know so, what though? Maybe it's a good thing there won't be hockey night in this series because it didn't feel very hockey nighty watching Leafs. True. <laughs> this this series fit for a Sunday night. Let's just say yeah. that. Yeah, it's totally. gonna get weird yet. It's gonna get weird. There's this a Mickey Mouse feeling when these two teams like yeah. it used to be. Leafs TV would always get Panthers games on. Oh Tuesday. yeah, and Devils. Yeah, it was. Yes, hundred percent. Panthers, Devils are like you could set your watch to those two yeah. teams being on Leafs TV on Tuesday night, and then looking at it, and Leafs lost. Like you, like you probably didn't have the channel. You might have gone to a friend's dad. Had you know it. what I used to do? Yeah. I used to go to Cineplex and watch nice. Leafs TV games. It yeah. was like they would charge like seven ninety nine and go watch like the Leafs TV game at a movie that. theater. And they won eight one once against the Panthers on a Leaf TV night at a movie theater. And I was there. It was electric. That's so I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping for an eight one movie theater night on uh, Thursday night. For the I love that, buddy. I I've never seen sports in a movie theater, but it's I've great. heard only great things from people on it. That it's yeah. a really really boring. You've never done it either. No, no. This is this guy deserves a Leafs championship if he's been to Leafs TV nights at a movie theater. Yeah, Give him like, one for Lord. me. For me, it was just like I knew I was listening to the radio that night a lot of times. If yeah, I couldn't get yeah, buddies sure. that had it, it was just, okay, yeah. this is radio night. We're listening yeah. to the game. We're not watching it. Boy, we're old as dirt. We're just Big out here. <laughs> Movie theaters don't even exist anymore, do they? Half, our, half, our, half, our, half the people listening are like, what's Leafs TV? Like, yeah. what are you guys talking about? <laughs> yeah. The Leafs have their own TV, and you would watch it on there. You mean Maple Square? Anyways, uh, for Jamie Maybe it's time to wrap it up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for JD Bunkus, Sam McKee, and Justin Bourne, thank you for watching. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button. Uh, and then if you're listening, subscribe, share it, do all those nice things, and then reach out anytime on Twitter or on Instagram. Uh, we love seeing the support. We love seeing the messages. And yes, hopefully a better Thursday night game for the Toronto Maple Leafs this week. Uh, we'll see you then. See you at Cineplex. Yeah, <laughs> if you wish. <laughs>